Hi everyone, welcome mm. um, to another episode of the, the GCS Connect Leaders Series. I'm really excited today. We've got uh, uh, Ewan McPherson, who's one of the senior directors here uh, at one of our clients, Discover Financial Services. Um, GCS, as you all know, is a recruitment business industry leader. Uh, we're based in Europe and the US. Um, GCS Connect is our way of building a community. We like to say we connect uh, expert talent to innovative companies such as Discover. And um, this is our way of building that community online. Leaders series is where we take time to speak to leaders uh, within our network, uh, really about what's going on in technology, business, and what their thoughts are for the future. I have personally worked with Ewan for many years, um, and mm -hmm. we've shared some really good times together, many, many glasses of wine, many drinks. Uh, so it's really great to have him on board. I've, he will jokingly say it's taken me a long while to get him on the Leader Series podcast. He's a very busy man, so it's very good to have him on board. Um, uh, Ewan's got 30 years experience, 20 years with, with Diners Club and Discover, um, both as a contractor and as a, as a permanent employee and has moved up the ranks and now has a, uh, a global role within Discover. So we'll find out more about that. Um, but yeah, welcome Ewan. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. It's it's yeah. Friday, so it's always a nice feeling to get to this point of the week. So I'm That's good. right. Yes, it's uh, it is. It's been a it's been a very busy week. Um, it's uh, always, yeah. listening now. It's like March, and I think um, the world seems to be getting quite quite excited that maybe this lockdown might be over. I don't know what your what your thoughts are on that, Ian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm past trying to predict that kind of thing. So, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's certainly closer than it was this time last year. But uh, who knows? Right. Yeah, we're, we're nearly a year in now, aren't we? So, um, you know, we've, we've got so used to it um, that, that it's, it's time to come. But a lot of our conversations on the Leader Series have been about, you know, the adaptation to to this new environment, which right. I think, you know, Discover particularly has done very well. But yeah. now it'll obviously be the adaptation to returning to normal and which companies will return to completely normal, I think sure. is going to be a really, really interesting question. Yeah. So I've introduced yourself, Ewan. I just want to quickly take us through kind of what your role is, what you do, and and, and, sure. and what you're really kind of particularly interested in within Discover. Uh, yeah, so I'm, as you mentioned, I'm uh, one of the directors at Discover, responsible for, on the face of it, application development, but uh, quite specifically, um, I work for a part of the organisation known as Payment Services. So we run the network of um, Discover that supports the Discover card business. And um, that that payment services is really all about, you know, how you know, moving transactions, card transactions yeah. around the world as people pay for goods and services and all of that kind of good stuff. So a lot of um, a lot of technology behind the scenes. Every time you flash your card at a, at a point of sale or in an ATM, so there's a lot of yeah. stuff that goes on behind that, and that's what I support and my team support yeah. um, for the network. And since we've been working with you, I'm always fascinated is that we've worked with Discover, GCS, for, for quite some time. Yeah. And, and you, you guys always feel like you're kind of, you know, always really working at the, the, the edge of the kind of real cutting edge of payment technology. You know, when we first started, it was kind of mobile and Apple Pay and that sort of thing. It's, right. it's always been quite exciting stuff, hasn't it? Definitely. And, I don't, you know, that to be fair, though, I think that's driven a lot by the market. So the last... I think, I mean, I've been working in payments for a long time. So maybe like say more than 20 years. Um, and I would say certainly in the last five or 10 years, I would say I've never seen 
so much going on and and that's probably what you're talking about because there's there's so much innovation that's driven by technology but also the business opportunities mm. that come up in in the way of payments that that's what's driving it so we have always been feeling like we're at the cutting edge in that time that we've all been working together uh, mm. because we have been you know there's a, there's been a lot going on in payments whether that's you know contactless stuff whether that is wallets as you mentioned Mm. that kind of new ways of paying for goods and services that people expect these days and that's kind of what we do so yeah there's a lot of lot of good stuff yeah yeah and i think um and, and also we're to, to, could just want to quickly take people through what what discover is because obviously we're both just in the uk at the sure. moment i know discover isn't such a, a famous brand as it were but mm -hmm. do you want to take us through what discover is yeah absolutely and no it's not not so well known in the uk and and europe in general i guess but uh, in reality, it's it's the third largest credit card network in the world, so it's got a lot of a um, lot of lot of uh, global reach. Um, yeah. It's predominantly a card issuer in the US. So it's a, yeah. when you think about some of our competitors, the obvious ones, which I'm not going to name, yeah, <laughs> Discover yeah. Discover is a, <laughs> <laughs> Discover is a major player in 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 the card industry and in the US, significant player. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's really our bread and butter, but it's a digital bank, for example, yeah. it's an online digital bank in the US, um, serious player there as well. It's got a whole bunch of other financial services behind it. So we're Discover Financial Services encompasses a whole range of, of the usual kind of banking um, products and services, but the, the predominant um, capability, you know, the predominant um, service is the, the card, Discover card. Yeah, exactly. And and Diners Club obviously is, is one of the brands that might be more, more kind of well known. Right, that's that's true. Yeah, Diners Club is um, you know, helps discover reach across the globe because it's got yeah. a global network. Uh, and they were acquired by Discover, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. So mm -hmm. Diners Club, a very old traditional um uh charge card. Um yeah, yeah supports that part of the network as well. Absolutely. Sure. And it's it must be quite interesting because for me, I think one of the one of the things I find fascinating is, like you said, it's a it's a it's a big brand, it's a big corporate, mm. but because it has a, a real a kind of real control over its own network. I mean, mm -hmm. you hear quite a lot about these disruptors like Revolut and you know mm -hmm. Monza Bank and Atom Bank, etc., etc., etc. Right. Discover does all that stuff, doesn't it? It just does it from a kind of position of size. It does. It it does. Um, you know, and you know, but you know, we are to be fair also driving through all those innovations that are coming through. So we are, we're building, we are a traditional player in lots of ways. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we provide the rails uh, for a credit card business. So, you know, that, that requires a lot of movement of a lot of numbers, a lot of, a lot of money. Uh, and we are one of the big players in that space. The fintechs that you just described are, have been arriving, I know everyone's doorsteps over the last five or 10 years and, mm. and helping to drive some of that innovation that we are part of as well. And absolutely we are, you know, if you look at things like secure remote commerce, which is um, the latest thing I think that this year you, you would say, which is, is, is trying to drive a new experience for people online. Sure. Um, uh, similar to the contactless when you go into a shop, Secure remote commerce is is providing that similar user experience. Now, yeah, we're we're right at the forefront of stuff like that. So even though we've got a traditional kind of uh, credit card rails, as it were, we're we're definitely chipping away at that that innovation yeah. space as well. 
Now you've moved, you know, we've both been with our businesses for kind of similar amounts of time um, yeah. and you've moved through the, the ranks. If you, when you, when you think about kind of business challenges you've had, mm. um, what, what would, what have been the kind of the key ones that you've had as, as, as you've, you've moved forward to a really, what is a kind of an overall global role? What would you say that the key <laughs> business challenges you have to come overcome? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do go back a long way. Uh, from, uh, so I, I, I don't even my memory can go back that far, but I will <laughs> just pick on the the stuff I think um, more recently. Certainly, when when um, digital wallets kicked off maybe five six years ago, I was um, fortunate enough to be there at the beginning of that. I think that was a challenge because up until that point, working with big tech mm -hmm. was not something we had necessarily done at pace, and so we yeah. were being demanded to kind of pulled capability together really quickly mm. you know relatively new capability for us very new capability and, and being part of that was great but I think the biggest one for me is over the last five or six years in discover we have been trying to transform our entire network and mm. I've been leading that from a technology perspective and you know that transformation projects as everyone will tell you are not easy Mm. Um, you got you're talking hundreds of people, new technologies everywhere, uh, mm. changes um, across the board. I think the most difficult thing, though, the most challenging part of that is not really the technology or the tools and all that kind of stuff. It's really trying to change the mindset and the culture that goes with it, because, yeah. um, you know, what worked for people 30 years ago, maybe that they're used to operating in a certain way, doesn't necessarily work in today's market. So trying to transform the way people work is, is really, really tough. And, and that's what I've been part of over the last five years or so. Yeah. It's, it's that role that Sam's calling in technology evangelism, isn't it? You know, you know, showing the way forward, even when people don't necessarily agree or believe. There's always a percentage of people that don't buy into it. And, mm -hmm. and you know, that can go various ways. But hopefully you're, you know, through the way that we lead people and that the way that we encourage people everyone comes along for the ride um yeah. if they want to so it's it's difficult though for everyone and no, no one bizarrely in technology because technology as far as i've always been concerned is all about always been about change but yeah, you, know, right. you know people don't always like change even in technology yeah. and uh, it's our job to kind of to make it happen and to make people comfortable with the whole the whole uh, yeah. transformation yeah and obviously that's kind of come from running very large global teams with different pockets of people in different places mm -hmm. what would you say the kind of the, the, the benefits of that but also the, the the challenges of that so i mean you don't have just a team of 30 people i mean how many people do you work for you you uh work for me directly very few because obviously yeah. we've got a big organization lots of people yeah. uh, managing all of that which uh, we got a great team of people uh mm -hmm. in in our payments organization under my boss he's there's probably about 900 people in in the pe yeah. in the programs that i look after uh, you're talking several hundred so mm -hmm. you know quite a lot um that goes along with that yeah. um and, and but yeah but you're you're right we have them scattered all over the world which sounds yeah. might sound a bit wrong actually you know we have people <laughs> every, we got them um we got people in india we got people in eastern europe uk all over america and yeah. actually um that's the advantage i think we get from that is probably what is, is something that people call following the sun a follow the sun model which basically maximizes your 
availability, if you like, across your whole team um, as you follow the time zones that, that are around. So, so, you know, that's a great aspect of it. One of the disadvantages of that is, you know, you've got to be really careful of is obviously you may want to be speaking to somebody who's, who's, who's tucked up in bed uh, yeah. on the other side <laughs> of the world. So, um, you know, you know, what we've learned, I think, over the years is to, um, to, to make sure that the people who are in the same teams are actually co-located, at least in the same time zone. And then, yeah, okay. you know, they can work together as teams across time zones, but actually having people co-located in the same places is always a good thing, I think. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things you guys have done quite a lot, which is maybe different to, to other, other technology companies, uh, not entirely, is obviously built up a really big presence in the UK, haven't you? You know, it's something you've done strategically. Uh, yes. Yeah. Why? You know, I'm just, just quite interested because it's, you know, it's not something that we see from from all big tech companies. No, I mean, yeah, that's true. I um, I, I think that I, I don't want to call it an, an accident because it certainly wasn't. It, 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 but it does get a little bit to um, how the culture of, of Discover works. So yeah. Discover acquired Diners Club, and there was a small presence in the UK for technology there, less than yeah. 100 people. Um, and discovers, you know, when, when that kind of thing happens, when a, when a company comes along and, and acquires another company, you kind of expect bad things might happen if, yeah. you're in the, if you're on the receiving end of that. And actually, Discover is not like that at all. It's a really open-minded company, open-door kind of company. And yeah. they looked at what was going on there, and I think they recognized um, the goodness that was there, the talent that was there and available in the UK. And yeah. they allowed that to expand and grow and be part of um all the things that were good things that were going on in our organization and sure. to the point we're now 450 people i think in the uk and that's like i say it's a test for me the, the question is why well the, it's a because discover is just like that they recognize there's good talent yeah. in the uk and they recognize there's 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 something to be gained by having us here so it's a yeah. it's a it's a it's a great testament to discover that we're yes. doing that it's been a really successful one. I know you, yeah. you finally managed to move out the, the Farnborough Shopping Centre as well. Into a we, did. we did. We had a very nice You've been there for about a month, haven't you? And then lockdown happened. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really nice office we got down there now, actually. So uh, we're very happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know how much you, you know, you, you talk to other kind of business leaders, but, but what mm. advice, you know, for people kind of developing software at the moment or or thinking about kind of expanding their teams? What, what advice would you give to other other kind of technology leaders in, in terms of doing that? Because you obviously seen huge growth over a period of time. You know, you've dealt with different different aspects of that. Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of general advice about uh, in terms of software engineering and delivery, the obvious thing is invest in that talent. You know, yeah. I, I don't think anybody who's in my kind of position would say anything different. You know, you, you, you have to recognise that, that you're only as good as the people that work here. And if you, mm. you, you invest in people, in the right people, training people, looking yeah. after people's careers, um, that's the most important thing you can possibly do to be successful. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's what we try and do for sure. And, you know, you guys have helped us with that uh, along the way. So it's, yeah, yeah very important. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're trying to kind of build that that legacy and that, that team and that talent, you need to... Obviously, you're, you're adding to it, but you need to make sure that your core team is still there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, all, you know, pe 
people like to solve problems people like being involved in good work and it's our job to kind of make sure that they're happy uh, satisfied with the stuff they're doing their careers are growing their skills are developing and that's kind of that's kind of the most important thing of all yeah yeah and i think that's that that's what gives that really good culture isn't it you know that you know Absolutely. both of us have been with our businesses for for a long period of time but when yeah. we before we started this conversation we were both saying well it's been a busy week right so we've still yeah. you know we're still, we're still doing it 20 20 odd years in it's still being solved so well that's really. that's true i mean people busy is good you know busy busy is is good because it keeps us all interested yeah yeah exactly yeah no for sure and mm -hmm. you know i know that obviously discover is as is, is really embraced is the wrong word but obviously changed a lot of the kind of working culture in terms of mm -hmm. remote working and you know sure. allowing people to work in different ways you know what 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 positives do you see coming out of that situation do, do, do you think that it will go back to how it was or do you think there's been a real kind of sea change um Positives is a bit of an odd word to use in this context. Yeah, yeah. I, agree, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. can really look for positives out of what's happened. Hmm. Um, I, I definitely think, though, um, we yeah we've we've been able to demonstrate that we we can all flex and and work yeah. remotely, and I think we can see that. I personally, I felt a much better appreciation for the team culture that we had. I mean, we moving to remote um overnight pretty much which is what we did and a lot of other companies did is a, is a great testament to the infrastructure think uh teams that we've got in discover they managed to make it really seamless for us yeah. uh, once we were there and uh, the way that we've been working you would not really have noticed the difference and the team culture we've got is fantastic the adaptability of the group and the resilience of the group i think has really shone through but i whether that is uh, a long-term thing is that if that's the question i'm not sure you know we yeah. we certainly will see more flexible working i think sure. every company has recognized that um in terms of you know wh whether whether it will make a difference to how people work permanently that remains to be seen i don't know that any of us can predict that really one way oh, or no, i think it's i think it's difficult to do and in yeah. our position as a recruiter we're seeing lots of lots of different companies talking in different ways some companies like sure. no from X date, we're, we're back in the office and we're excited by it, you know, and it's yeah. interesting, different companies selling in a different way. You know, this, right. you, you want to be back in the office with us, you know, or you don't want to be back in the office with us. Yeah. And I, and There's something to be said for everything that we all recognize is, is, you know, sometimes it's nice to be face to face. And I don't think we, we're ever going to lose that. No, I, you know, it, we all recognize that. Um, yeah. The question is, you know, will it lead to a lot more people being permanently remote? I don't know about that. I really don't. We're, we're very flexible. I definitely, you know, Discover's always been flexible, but, you know, this is another example of that, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And how would you, you know, describe the kind of, the, we talked about the, the problem solving, how, how would you describe the, the, the Discover working environment? You mean the culture in general? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've worked for quite a few financial organizations over the years, and I would definitely, I definitely feel Discover is pretty unique for a financial mm -hmm. institution. Um, the openness and the flexibility we, we talked about already, I, I um, you know, as I mentioned about how the UK has grown, that's a really great example of how Discover is open-minded. Yeah. And, and, but in general, you know, Discover has a set of values, like a lot, 
all corporations have their values, right, that they like to talk about. But Discover's the only one I've genuinely even worked for where um, they're taken extremely seriously from the top to bottom. The yeah. culture, uh, you know, that is the strength of the culture, that it is right from the top, right to the bottom. Those values are kind of upheld. You know, it's all about collaboration um, mm. and, and doing the right thing. Mm. Very ethical in their, in their outlook. Um, but and in general, very extremely, uh, extremely employee friendly. I would say yeah. that is that is one of the overriding things. You know, they're they're a very customer focused. One of the differentiators for Discover is being customer focused and being the top of the in the industry at being customer focused. Yeah. But they recognise, yeah. I think, um, you know, you can look at it empirically if you want, but but making employees happy, keeping teams happy, mm. uh, like like I said taking care of the talent, as I mentioned earlier, that's what ultimately leads to happy customers and, and discover is great at that. So being customer centric really means being employee centric as well. Yeah. I think, I think that's sometimes you have to strike that right balance, don't you? Between the, between the two different sides. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously as we, as we move forward now, I'm just kind of interested to kind of move on to the, the technology side, you know, sure. so from your side, you know, we've we, we've talked already about the, the the huge changes that have happened in the, the last five years. I mean, you mentioned mm -hmm. there the kind of secure remote commerce, mm -hmm. but how how do you see the the kind of the world of financial payments developing in the next few years? Or what's the next big thing? Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's a big question as, as well. I Not mean, like of your secrets yet. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't possibly, but I, you know it is definitely, uh, like I said before, is definitely a world of incredible exponential kind of change and innovation. Um, so trying to predict what the next big thing is, is difficult because and the one I mentioned there, secure remote commerce, that is definitely the hot, the hot of the press item that's going on right now in the industry. Um, but, you know, I think if, people just take it for granted when things happen. But if you look back over the last five years, people paying for things on their watches, on their mm. phones, you know, making it really easy to click and pay uh, on the internet. Those are the things that have been going on that are just going to carry on. I don't think I can really predict uh, what's going to happen in the next, certainly not in the next 12 months or a few yeah. years, but you're just going to see more and more of that. It's just, it's just people are looking for a more convenient way um, to pay for their goods and services. Yeah. Uh, and that is getting challenged every single day. So where it's going, I don't know. The digital innovation is what it's all about, though. You know, digitizing all of that that mm. capability that you currently have through. If you think about it, you've gone from checkbooks yep. to cards, and now to contactless and to paying through Mobile your phone. watch, phone, or whatever it is. And that that trend is just going to carry on. Whether you're going to be paying for things you know your fridge will be enabled to pay for things your car will be enabled to pay for yeah things. that's just interesting isn't it so, yeah, so the internet yeah. of things yeah. all of that stuff is where payments is going and mm -hmm. so it covers an awful lot of ground and exactly where it's going to go next i don't know there's that new amazon shop isn't there that you go into and it's got no yeah you just walk and out i've been and... in those in in chicago yeah. so so discovers uh, hometown is chicago and they have them in the station they've had them in the station in chicago for a while it's, yeah, you just walk in, 
you walk out with stuff. It's quite, yeah. <laughs> quite unnerving, actually. Yeah. Uh, or is the Amazon too clever to let you get out or get away for for free? Well, you would like you would like to think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, gee, I mean, just just that's quite interesting, really, because obviously, in in essence, Discover is a network, right? It's a network it of, of financial transactions. It's not actually a card, is it? No, it is, no, it is a card. It is. That's but the is, biggest... it, is it is a card, but the yeah, the actual the, the thing that. Do you think there will come a time when, in the same way as we just talked about checkbooks, you know, that, that, mm -hmm. that people won't use their cards? It will all be through a device. Do you know? Do you think that's that's that, that's where it's going? And so, so we all like to think that would be the case. Yeah. And I, you know, you, ultimately it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, but but then on the other hand, I mean, I don't know about you, but I I stopped using checks a long time ago. But in America, it's still very common. You it's know, true. So, yeah. And it yeah. changes wherever you are. So contactless is now. So through the pandemic, ironically, contactless is starting to become a bit bigger in the States. It's been yeah. it's been around in the in Europe for 10 years or so, but yeah. um, you know, yeah, I, I, but checks still do exist. Cards will still exist. These things will coexist for quite a long time before they drop yeah. off a cliff. And, um, and I guess that's something for you to kind of deal with because that's kind of the legacy way the exactly. legacy comes in. So you've got to kind of try and keep cash or checks Correct. somehow in so, the system. Right? So yeah, so the the, the <laughs> company, the fintechs that you mentioned, where they're just operating in the new space, that's yeah. relatively easy. So for a company like Discover, we have to keep our eyes on all of it. So we're yeah. we're trying to cover all these different payment methods, which we have to because we support a much broader base, and so. Yeah. You know, yeah, there may come a time when then those sort of things disappear. But right now, we're we're here to support all of it. So yeah, and obviously, Discover is a is a big player in the hiring side. And you know, mm -hmm. as we said, we we've, we've worked successfully over many years with Discover. Yeah. How are you seeing the change in in technology talent? We obviously have our own opinion, but as you're hiring, you're you're interviewing people. Yeah. Um, have you seen a change in the last 12, six to 12 months or is it still still the tough market it's always been? I, I don't know. You know probably better than I do. It comes in waves, right? And I, 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 I think the last six to 12 months are a really difficult time to judge, even though Discover's been hiring all that time mm. um, because we're still expanding, we're still growing. Um, it's, it's really difficult to understand what the, what the trends are. My, my understanding is, or my feeling is probably, is that a lot of people are reluctant to move or have been reluctant to move in that period and quite understandably right that uncertainty in the market uncertainty in society yeah. so people have been probably reluctant to move i'm hoping that will change a bit because you know um we're looking for people so it's important to have people who are uh, yeah, looking, yeah. looking. Yeah. so yeah. so you know um the trends in technologies though they come and go and uh, it changes all the time so i'm just personally interested in, in good engineering talent regardless because mm. good in, for me good engineering talent um can move from technology to technology and sure. uh, you know that that is something that we uh, we you know training that's part of the deal when it comes to discover so you know as long as you're a, someone who's good able to learn you know that and willing to learn that's kind of what we're interested in yeah and and from your side you know the, the the types of people that you look for I mean you've mentioned before problem solvers passionate mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing is there a is there a kind of a, a key type of kind of personality that you you really look for that you think fits well within discover I think if anyone who's, who's put teams together suggests that there's only certain types of people that you want 
then you're probably making a mistake. Um, yeah. You need a diverse set of people, whether that's sure. cultures, genders, ethnicity, whatever. But you also need a, uh, a diversity of personality. So a good team can is is a is a team that is made up of all sorts of different personalities and, and types. And I don't think you could say there's a, one type of person. What we're all, all we're looking for is people who are, like you say, passionate, willing to learn, willing to take responsibility for what they're doing, and and are you know and want to have fun doing it. So you know we need we need people who are open and collaborative at the end of the day, like mm. Discover uh, is as a culture. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah and the, the opportunities are great. Obviously, working for that big kind of global company. Right. And, and working with some of the most cutting edge technologies is really, really exciting. So, so yeah. Ewan, it's been great to speak to you today. Um, yep. Thank you very much for your time. I know how busy a man you are. I'm very pleased <laughs> to have got you on the Leaders Series. Um, but, um, but I do hope you have a, a, a great, uh, great, get, you know, great few few months as you start kind of hiring again. And, and here's to uh, hopefully meeting up at some point in the future for a beer or something. Yeah, face to face would be good one day, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah I always you. promise you that you and to be Brighton fan, so I always always promise him again to go and see Brighton <laughs> live. One of these days, yeah, yeah, one of these days. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Great. you very much, Ian. Have a good have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, David. Cheers. Thank you.